Fall, 1149. When it's your turn to walk the territories, you'll see how different each spot of land can be. Then, as you start to revisit places, you'll notice how much can change between the seasons. Eventually, you'll learn to see how much variation is found in a single spot from one day to the next. Hello everybody and welcome back to Six Feet Under. It is a new season in the Mouse Territories as our uh, Mouse Guard campaign enters Fall 1149, or as we're calling it, Famine. And uh, we are going to start with uh, what we're calling Search Patrol. I'm sure you'll find out why soon. And Search Patrol is Granny, played by a Gnome. Hello, children. And Tander, as always, performed by Drackle. Hello. And Zeke, inhabited by the very soul of Devious Vacuum. <laughs> What's up, gamers? <laughs> uh, it's like Zeke's here in the room. <laughs> Zeke would just nod. I can't do that over a podcast. Nods vaguely. What's up, gamers is basically nodding for a podcast. <laughs> you nod so solemnly your forehead bonks the, the microphone, and that's how we know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but this is not quite such a joyful time. I mean, summer was rough. Summer was rough on a lot of mice in a lot of ways. And uh, uh, I, I don't mean to bring that up to dwell on it, but instead to uh, transition to fall. I'm sure some of your compatriots are, are uh, glass half full types who, who are thinking, well, if we survive that, we can do anything. And, and some of you are, are a little uh, more glass half empty about it. And, and seeing those troubles as, as the start of, you know, a, a snowball rolling down a hill and very cautious for what might lie in the months ahead. Uh, but in any case, Gwendolyn has summoned uh, three mice, uh, Zeke, Tander, and Ivy Waxwort, into her office in order to give them a new mission. Zeke and Granny, uh, you have never been out in the field together. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if we've ever even talked. <laughs> right. We, during winter, when Granny was first introduced, I think we were in the same scene together. Yeah, but I don't remember if we specifically talked with one another in that scene. Yeah, I don't think I remember it happened. Granny like scaring the children, and then yes, I yeah. specifically went out of my way to scare the children, <laughs> um, as oh, you do. Whether we have an audio recording of you conversing or not, uh, the the fact remains that you would be, you know, familiar with one another. I mean, Zeke, as long as you've been in the guard, there is this weird bee witch in the attic. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's been here for forever. And Granny, you've been spending so much time uh, having come out of of your retirement, back out into active field duty uh, with people who who are very close to Zeke and, and surely hearing a lot about him. So, what, oh, no. what's going on in both of your minds? <laughs> as uh, oh, you know, Sable Gossip, you oh, know, I know that's true. That's that I'm, that's in character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sable definitely gossips, for sure. Um, I mean, I can only imagine she says nice things about Zeke. So you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, because Zeke's faults aren't things that Sable would consider faults. So yeah, I guess my first impression of Zeke is that he seems like kind of a standoffish loner type, you know, the persona he's always put on, because I probably haven't done anything to adjust that image. And Zeke's reaction to being around uh, someone who's so senior to him in the guard is, as with Gwendolyn, just like completely like by the book, like, yes, of course, like <laughs> very rigid uh, military, very formal communication style. This will only go well. If, if you're going to go like rank with it, like Zeke, you've heard that uh, for, for a while, Granny was technically a... Uh, uh, matriarch for for a bit yeah <laughs> until so this is a big deal. the conspirators decided to break the chain of succession pretty big deal it's funny because i didn't find out about that until after gwendolyn was already back in her position <laughs> but yeah i guess i technically was matriarch for a couple days <laughs> like legally now, you know, zeke 
had this whole adventure where he, he met Gwendolyn and interacted with her, and you know, now it's like, well, you know, we're just meeting all the all the top brass in the mouse guard. It's kind of kind of a conflict with his like ambiguous <laughs> ambiguous feelings about staying in the mouse guard if there's a war. <laughs> Oh, well, don't you worry. I haven't been top brass in 20 years. But uh, let, let's check in with Tander's mental state. I, I don't want to leave him out. <laughs> yeah, Even I'm though, even Tander, you have plenty of first-hand experience with everyone in this room, so it's not exactly the same question, is yeah, it? I'm, yeah, I'm the one who's met everyone in this room before, so I'm just like, it's a big deal, everyone. <laughs> I don't know if you feel this way. But, like, I was super nice to Tander in our month, if I remember how it went. You gave him pocket honey. (laughs) (laughs) I was strict with Sable and made you her teacher. And everything worked out for everybody. Everything worked out great. Can't wait. What a great team we will be. Uh, so it is morning, uh... Let's see, we, we've always talked about the evening light like streaking into the office, so, so that means that there is no direct sunlight, uh, there, there's no harsh light coming in, because that's just the way geometry is. Um, but, but it is still bright and warm all the same. Uh, the, the window is open a crack to, to let in some, uh, some fresh air in this, this office full of, of musty paperwork. Uh, and Gwendolyn stands and addresses you um, with some serious eyes. The situation is this. Rosard has taken a journey to survey the Western Territories. Uh, he was looking to check the, the land uh, in, in case, uh, look for tactical advantages in possible battlefields, uh, speak with le- the leaders of settlements over uh, near the, the scent border there. We know he was recently headed to the site of Woodstuff's Grove, but uh, have not heard word from his regular check-ins. Uh, we, we don't know if he's made it there or not. Your mission is to recover Rosard and to learn what happened to him. Hmm. That is something I did not see coming. Zeke nods solemnly. Tander also nods solemnly, as if he knows who Rosard is. Yes, exactly! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, Rizard, I miss. Uh, I knew him so well in the cafeteria. R- Rosard is, of course, the judge of the mouse guard, one of the six uh, uh, guard captains. Yeah, his job is to basically prep for war and handle like judicial punishment type stuff. He also had my job. Um, well, I guess. How do I word that? He replaced me when I retired. <laughs> yeah, he's your successor. I think that's yes, how you, that's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Are there any questions? I, I do appreciate you being available to, to leave as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Uh, you said Woodstuff's Grove was where he was last supposed to be. Yes, he, he'd been regularly checking in, sending word, sending word by bird. After two days of, of missed contacts, I've... I've gathered you. Uh, time, lost time is lost hope. Yes, I understand. You will be quick. Um, so where was his last destination? Ferndale, Barkstone, Pebblebrook. In order to make time, he uh, he he sailed to the coast and has been working his way south. Okay. And he went alone. Yes. Were there any? Was there anybody in any of the towns that were waiting to contact him? The only proper settlements he's passed through uh, have been Dawn Rock in order to, in order to take a ship, and Pebblebrook. Both seemed fine. He, he there, there was nothing out of order in uh, his messages from okay. there. And then I propose we set out for Pebblebrook immediately, so that way we may follow in his footsteps, as it were. I, I leave it to you. Thank you. I'll see this matter attended to, Gwendolyn. If there's nothing anybody else has in this moment, I will uh, break character and ask everyone for their goals as we start. Never gonna forget again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna say that my goal is to make a good impression on Ivy Waxport, senior officer, to me. Good luck. That seems like a threat, Mike. Good luck. (laughs) Oh, I'm a witch. That's what I do. 
You know what Sable had to do to make a good impression? Sable had to kill a wild animal. How are we... Are, if, if we're taking the same path, does that mean that, that we get to also go by water temporarily? And then my follow-up question to that is, can we take the ducks? <laughs> That's entirely up to you. I mean, I was thinking overland, but if that if that was supposedly the faster route, then yeah, we should take what his route was, and we should take the ducks because that sounds fun. Now me and Tander have a hookup with the red nosed pirates, so we can get a we can get a duck that'll take us down <laughs> the coast. I know a guy with a duck. <laughs> All right, I still need goals from uh, Granny and Tander. Yeah, I'm thinking on mine. I guess my goal should probably just be make sure Rosard's okay. Okay. Like, whether he can return to active duty or not is irrelevant. I want to make sure the man specifically is fine. And Tander. Did Lennon say anything about completing his mission? Or just bring him back? Your your mission is to, to find him. She did not mention it, but that, that sounds like a sound personal goal. Okay. Especially if you go a different way uh, to, to, like do more surveying. Okay, maybe I'll make that a goal then, to while we're in the area he was supposed to be surveying anyway, uh, see if I can complete the work he was trying to do. You got a good head on your shoulders, kid. Alright, so the goals I have as as I have written them, uh, Granny wants to ensure Rosard is okay, Tanner wants to continue Rosard's mission, and Zeke's is make a good impression on Ivy Waxwort senior officer to me. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Perfect. I believe that was the exact quote. I feel like like Zeke and Tander like talk about the ducks, and then we like pre- go to present our like the option that we could take the ducks for- to Granny in like a like or like maybe or if if Tander's like really comfortable talking to her, then Zeke's probably like okay. I like he goes and talks to Tander first, and is like, okay, I think it would be more expedient if we could potentially use our our newfound ties with the Red Nose Pirates to take to take a duck from Don Rock uh, to the coast to retrace Rosard's steps. And I'm thinking that we could present this information to to Granny to, to um, what would I say? I guess like guard guard captain Waxwort. That's what he would say, I guess. That is probably what he would say. <laughs> and um, and then and then Tander, you can cut me off at any point and give the Tander response. And then Granny okay. from behind you. Oh, a duck sounds lovely. I've never ridden one before. Oh, it's quite fun. We know we have a, we know someone who can provide us with a. That sounds a wonderful. Let's see. Are ducks allergic to bee stings? Uh, oh, duck versus bee. Classic battle. Going back to the, the, thi- the things I have to Google when, <laughs> when playing this game. I feel like a duck would try to eat a bee, but perhaps not in, you know, not because it is not smart one that's to in do a so. box, probably. No. Like, okay, I'm, I've found uh, someone asking this exact question on backyardchickens.com. <laughs> And one of the first people to respond in the thread does say that their duck loves to eat bees, just chases them down and eats them all. Wow. I mean, feathers are like a pretty natural defense against stingers because they keep the skin separate from That's them. true. That's true. Anyway, that's not really relevant. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it's just a fun fact. I thought I'd have a fun uh, uh, possible tr- uh, twist complication. Don't say this podcast did never teach you anything, folks. I mean, <laughs> if you want to go that route, that does create a, a, a complication the other way of the duck ate my bees. I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out exactly what species of bat flip would be. And you know the difference between the species of bats found in northern Michigan? Very little. There is <laughs> practically nothing separating them. Ah, well. Excellent. Tander, we can make arrangements to... Contact the the Red Nose Pirates in Don Rock, and uh, and get a ride. So, out of character for a moment, I've never met the Red Nose Pirates or listened to any of the episodes featuring them. <laughs> so all I can think of every time you bring them up is Buggy the Clown from One Piece. The, so the important thing about the Red Nose Pirates is that every clown stereotype you can possibly think of has a place there. 
Um, okay, good. <laughs> so also. Also, that they are no, that these particular pirates are no longer pirates. Yeah, they used to be real pirates, and now they're fake pirates that are clowns. Now they're that clowns. are clowns. Now they're a circus, yes. which has ducks. Well, apparently. actually, no. Now they're legit a legitimate <laughs> shipping interest, but their branding is for a, a reason that is known only to them. Clowns. No one knows. They're, they do a lot of different kinds of business. You know, they were on an entertainment circuit for a while, but then their head pirate Scurvy got married uh, and they settled down and didn't go on tour anymore. So then they had to move and like get into a different business. So now now they're in shipping, you know, just works out that, that way sometimes. All right. Well, let's get ourselves shipped over to Pebblebrook. Also, some of them besieged a settlement in order to, to seize the uh, the largest uh, currency st- uh, uh, mint in the territories. So That was in the past, you know? It's different <laughs> times now. Yeah, that was in the past. Six months in the past. Yeah, it's a long it time ago in mouse years. ago. We can forget about it now. They've, they've done so much since then. Anyhow, it is time to begin a journey conflict. I'm instituting, I'm initiating a journey conflict against the fall, which uh, has a disposition of eight while I'm at it. Let's go through our conflict checklist. The type of conflict is a journey. Uh, The participants are the three of you versus the wilderness of, of fall. The goals. The fall's goal is to, uh, uh, starve you. That is, that is their goal. Oh no. That's a pretty rude goal. I want to hear your goal uh, uh, in return. Not starve. <laughs> we want to make it to Pebblebrook, right? Yeah. We want to reach Pebblebrook intact and safe. And full. <laughs> I'm in too funny of a mood to be Zeke. I have to get serious. <laughs> all, these, all these clowns are making me laugh too much. It is time to set your uh, disposition as a group. One of you will be a rolling pathfinder and adding the, the successes to their health total to set the crew's disposition. I mean, it's pathfinder. I'm Zeke pathfinder, the mouse. <laughs> yeah, why do you think you were sent on the missing persons case? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I can use a wise that I like don't use very often is star wise because we're making a, a long journey, which will surely part of it will be at night. So mm-hmm. it'll be for navigation, especially for navigation at sea, even though it is on mm-hmm. a duck and the land is visible. <laughs> I, I have other things I can use later, but I don't want to use all of them. So that puts me at eight dice. You should roll those. Should I? Well, folks, I apologize ahead of time for what I'm about to do. Let's... Eight dice is a lot of dice. Yes, my uh, my my health is five, so I rolled one, two, three, four successes, and one of them's a six. So you know what, folks? Let's do it. Let's spend a fate point so that I can get rid of my ten fate points. An additional success, five successes. There you go. All right. Okay, so you are currently in the lead before we've even begun. Uh, the disposition stands at eight to ten in your favor. All right. Now we're slightly less likely to starve. All right. Since it was your plan to get the ducks, Zeke, I think you should start as disposition captain. Yep. Uh, so assign the three... Uh, uh, Maneuvers or, or the three moves, right. some of them let's may go, be maneuvers. Let's go over what uh, the four actions, what stats each action goes towards. In so, a journey, the mice use Pathfinder for attack and feint. Survivalist and Weather Watcher may be used for defend and maneuver. Okay, so who has all of these things? I have, I have Pathfinder and I have Survivalist, so I can do either one. I have a three in both, so... Okay. I'm equally good at either. Ambidextrous, we call her. (laughs) (laughs) Also a three in Weather Watcher, so I'll roll the same thing no matter what the fuck I do. Nice! We love an easy roll. (laughs) What about Tander? So, they're both two. Alright. Okay, so everybody has something to do. Cool, so that makes it... uh, I also have Weather Watcher, too. Alright. Perfect. Um... So then let's do like a classic maneuver to set up for an attack. Yeah, let's do uh, let's do maneuver attack attack. Cool, let's cool. Make, let's just All make right. progress on on this journey. 
And of course, if you ever want to, if you want to make an action that isn't necessarily fit, you know, for instance, if you want to say my attack is getting the dang duck, that that is definitely an attack in this case, but it's not necessarily a survivalist role. You, you might want to use something like resources or, or something like that for that one. And I would allow it, it you know, that sort of yeah. thing. I'm a flexible guy. All right. Uh, so who's taking that first maneuver? Uh, I'll take that first maneuver as flexing my guard captain rank to get us supplies for the journey. It's funny you say that because this is rolled against an attack. That makes it a versus roll. And the uh, the wilderness, when you are going out and looking for supplies, everywhere you go, uh, uh, you are finding, uh, you know, birds uh, uh, foraging. You're finding uh, squirrels, right? The, the drought of summer has uh, made uh, uh, the competition for forage very, very uh, uh, fierce. And that is the three success attack coming at you. Okay. See, that would be a problem if I were relying on survivalists for this, but we just left Lockhaven, and I have a pretty good administrator role. Nice. And I know where all the supplies are, because I just spent a month helping Genry. So I'm going to flex rank and get some extra supply provisions before we go, so that way we don't have to deal with the fierce competition. Aha! That's going to be my administrator roll of three, which is the same as it would be otherwise. How am I getting help from you two? Hmm. For supplies? We're, like, hauling supplies, probably, huh? Or or maybe if, you, if we want to go on a particularly, like, sneaking mission, we are going to the places where there are supplies to grab the supplies before anybody notices, can tell us, like, no, you can't have those. Are we buying supplies or are we foraging for supplies? Um, you are acquiring them are one way or another, yeah, <laughs> from inside Lockhaven. Is is Tander helping by like running a distraction? Is Tander actually asking Genry for a story? <laughs> Maybe, or, or just like going to the cafeteria and stuff, shoving things into his pocket. <laughs> I gotta take this bread and I'll take this. I'll be applying apiary-wise, because I'm going to be obviously raiding my own beehive for supplies. Naturally. Really, in reality, I will use, uh, use labor to load up our, our packs, our, our supply. We can't, we can't let someone like Granny, uh, carry her own stuff with two, <laughs> with two strapping young mice helping her. We've got to carry oh, everything. Oh, you're such good children to me. Yeah. Even though she carries around a beehive, it's like as big as our house. <laughs> yeah, I'm already loaded down, obviously. Ivy Waxward and her two young grandchildren. <laughs> She's right. very proud of her boys. That brings me to six dice versus this three success attack, so I will make that roll. And I rolled three successes with a six, and I would like to have some uh, margin of success here, so I will spend a fate point to roll one more dice. And that's a three, so that's nothing else. So we just tied. Ooh, do you, do you want to push your luck in a tiebreaker, or do you want to just call it a wash? I'm adding that option to ties because they happen so often. <laughs> in, uh, that that is a, a conflict uh, option only. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, because otherwise, they're kind of annoying. So, what do we do for tiebreaker stuff again? Is it like roll health versus mental or, or nature or something like that? We do a roll off. It, it would be will versus uh, in this case because of the specific skill you used, but yes. Okay. Go go to will versus the uh, season's rating. Well, my will is six dice, so I will have You to. would have the advantage. Do you want to do that? <laughs> All right. I got only two successes, so... You won by one. What are right. the odds? All right. So you got a margin of success of one on that maneuver, setting up your next attack. Yes. Right. Yes. So, uh, oh no! Actually, margin success one is impede. So minus one dice to the opponent's next action. We are prepared. Their famine did nothing to me. So you're loaded up. You're you're geared up. Uh, who's taking this attack? Is this Zeke's attack or Tander's attack? And uh, what form does it take? Is the question. I think attack is like making progress on the journey, right? So I think we can, exactly. we can assume that we are able to successfully acquire the duck, and then the next sta- the next stage is to drive the duck. 
Is is that what this role is? Dri- duck driving? That's that's what I would like it to be. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to take it? First, no, the first we, first attack is duck acquisition. Second role is duck flight. Duck pilot. Wait, who's acquiring a duck? And I assume Zeke, because Zeke is all about ducks right now. This season. <laughs> For some reason. But I just, was I worry that acquiring the duck doesn't seem like an attack. It seems like a maneuver. Well, we have to go find where the clown pirates are and then negotiate with them, which could all be rolled up in that one attack. It sounds like it's Zeke's turn. Zeke, what do you want this to be? You, you have final say. You, you are the uh, conflict captain for this uh, set of actions anyhow. Well, Zeke does not want to uh, do a, a role where he has to negotiate with anyone. That's, that's much more... It's <laughs> not really his thing. So... Um, so I, I, that is why I'm saying that we can just skip over the acquisition of the duck and just say, okay, now we've got our supplies, we're loaded onto the duck, and now we are, we are driving. And then that would leave Tander to, um, make progress from the shore to Pebblebrook, which would cover a lot of this journey. If it goes well, yeah. If it goes well, yeah. Okay, so, so this is Zeke's duck driving role. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're, you're rolling against a maneuver, so again, a versus action, but in the opposite direction, uh, with two successes. Okay, well, uh, I can roll Pathfinder, which is a four, so I'm already doing pretty good there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can assist with cartography. And then, I've, and then I've got two people helping me, which puts me at six. Yeah, I'll uh, assist with Weather Watcher. I'll just keep an eye on the skies, make sure we're doing all, where we've got clear heading. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tander helps by uh, increasing the morale of the duck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, sure, well, I'm, I'm sure I can get two successes out of six dice. Let's see. One, two, three. And two of them are sixes. Hey. Uh, Let's make as much progress as ooh, we can. Ooh, we've got two more successes. That's five. Ooh. ooh. All right. We any made any of those progress. also sixes that explode? No. no. no? Okay. But uh, five minus two, you've knocked three off of the fall's disposition. That's right. good. See, the duck, it's the same duck that the, the duck that liked Zeke so much during the montage and so yes. the duck is like so happy to see Zeke again and is like really excited and so uh, Zeke isn't like a fan of having to like be close to this duck and like pet it the whole time but he's, he does what he has to do. So yes, the, the three of you uh, are are uh, riding on and, and have your, your pack stowed uh, uh, around the shoulders of Waffle the Duck uh, that, that you that was so happy to see you coming down into the harbor. Uh, wouldn't luck have it that it, it was a, a Waffle there that day. Uh, so, so with you know some, some terse negotiation that we don't need to go down, you uh, have made your way west along the, uh, the shore. The, the maneuver is just that, you know, uh, things look different in fall, you know, uh, uh, leaves are turning, starting to, to uh, uh, fall. I, there's no other way to say that. Uh, we should probably just call it autumn because it feels dumb. Uh, <laughs> so, like, all the falling leaves are obscuring the trail because... Yeah. And they're in the water. Exactly. That's why it didn't really impede you much. Now, did it? Uh, <laughs> So uh, now, uh, Tander, what is what shape does your attack take? And by the way, you're playing against a fiend, which means you are going uh, completely unopposed. All right. Well, so so this implies that we've already made it most of the way to the uh, most of the way. You you are underway on on the water leg of your journey is where, where we just left off in that turn. Well, can I use my uh, cartography skill to? Uh, ensure that we take the most expedient path to ah. find Pebblebrook. So you're gonna like guide the duck by air? Yes. Ooh, heck yes. Alright. I mean, if the duck could take us straight to Pebblebrook, then bingo. we wouldn't have bingo. to worry about anything. As the duck flies. Oh my god. <laughs> A water takeoff? I'll continue to assist via Weather Watcher as long as we still have duck support. Yes, I'm assisting by... <laughs> I'm assisting. You're petting the duck. You're making I am petting effort. the duck. I'm petting the duck constantly, being like, shh, 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 shh it's okay, it's okay. 
emotional support mouse. The shape this feint takes is uh, that there are weasel ships as you get closer and closer to Dark Feather. <laughs> However, you're just flying, so who cares? That does nothing to your progress. That is important to note for our surveying, uh, and is very bad news, but it is not going to impede our mission. I will make note of that, uh, for, yes, that we get weasel ships are in the area. I love the idea that, that Tander's like, ducks can fly, right? And Zeke's like, no, 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 <laughs> Tander, like, like <laughs> We're already taking smacks, off. Yeah, like, smacks the duck or something like that, and it just takes off, <laughs> and we're like, ah! <laughs> Alright, so wait, what, 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 so we're unopposed for this, right? Exactly, yep. yes. If you can get five successes, we win. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine uh, if we don't win right now, we can go a second round, but it'd be cool. This is very right. funny, so. Yeah, if you want to go for broke, it's not a bad idea. I can tap my foolish and my leader traits to get two extra die. You did you just could. do both of those things. That is two more successes, so that takes us to five. Oh, snap. Tander, you crazy son of a gun. <laughs> so, uh, he- hearing that time is of the essence, you, you decide to follow your, your quarry, I guess, R- Rosard's known path. But you do it even better, whereas Rosard, you know, landed on the shore and and came along uh, uh, to Pebblebrook, you just sort of skipped that and uh, went as the duck flies. Zard <laughs> didn't have a duck. The people in, like, White Pine and Elmwood and, and stuff are like, what's going on? Don't they usually go in groups? What is with this lonely duck? And why does it sound like a screaming mouse? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh. oh, that was enough excitement for one old lady. Thank you, Waffle. We, we can take it from here now. Uh, Somehow. Yes, that was... Uh, <laughs> let's not do that again. But, uh, yeah, sure. So many quacks, it's like a profanity-laden episode of History Honeys. <laughs> uh, as Waffle is uh, landing and uh, uh, straightening their, their uh, uh, feathers with their beak, you know, the thing ducks do uh, constantly all day long. Uh, you see before you Pebblebrook. Uh, Granny, it has not been long since you've been here. No, it hasn't. Only been a couple seasons. It's been a bit longer since uh, Zeke has, and I don't think Tander has ever had the pleasure. Probably not. Well, he was already sighted here, so I don't think asking around would help much. Isn't Pebblebrook where we first saw the spear logo? Yes, aside from that that letter. The first time you saw it in a place rather than... Yeah, yeah. when Isolde secretly drew it in the village square in the middle of the night or whatever, but it would be a lot longer before we realized it was her. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, last I was here, I helped Isolde hunt down her father, so that was fun. So yeah, uh, n- now that you've uh, found the trail, are you going to, to poke around in Pebblebrook, or are you immediately going to hit the road, head south, and, and look for Rizard. I think we should head straight to Woodstuff's Grove. I can't say I particularly trust this place after the last time we were here. <laughs> no, I can't say I particularly do much either. I have a couple friends here, but I can't imagine they'd have seen anything, so... One of them is blind, uh, if you want to go One there. of them is blind. <laughs> but, um, the other one lives in a house that could literally collapse any day and might already be dead. No, so. he moved out. Remember, they're roommates now. Oh, right. We did make him move out. Okay. <gasps> they yeah. are roommates. <laughs> well, that's good. So um, we just walk straight through. We just walk right past Pebblebrook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that place, screw it. It's behind a waterfall. It's just so much work. <laughs> call it a uh, call it a flyover village. <laughs> do we do we see anything different about Pebblebrook? Especially like for Zeke, is there anything different about Pebblebrook since uh, than he was here a long time ago? Not that you can tell from from the outside. No, it, it is a tucked away, hidden little hamlet. Uh, so from from your vantage point, there's no uh, clear difference. Okay. They, they aren't singing the song from the end of How the Grinch Stole Christmas or anything <laughs> like that. Uh. Ah, well. All right. Well, let's go south, then. 
We have lots of supplies, so we're good. Yes. This is going to be a... Uh, uh, finding Woodstuff's Grove, even when it was inhabited, was a difficult Pathfinder check. So now it's going to be obstacle six. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, looking at the map, there's literally no path there. Although this is also a map, that, a map made after it was destroyed, so... Well, I don't want to steal the spotlight forever with my four Pathfinders, so I'm, I'm open to somebody else taking the lead on this. No, no. You should play to your strengths, Zeke. Here we go. From Pelbrook to Woodsuff's Grove, who, which I have been there before, so... Yes. Okay, so we got we got Pathfinder. We got t- I got two people helping me. I'm rolling six dice. Yep. Six dice is a pretty good amount of dice to roll. Mm-hmm. So... But Let's... against the difficulty six, that's not a good chance of success. Ah, uh, come on, live a little. <laughs> <laughs> I am unfortunately in real life the is vacuum very unlucky. So So obviously what we should do is roll badly and get there with one of us injured or something. Yeah. yeah obviously. Looks, looks like that's what's gonna happen, folks. But let's 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 give it a chance. Let's let's see. Let's go ahead and tap uh, deep ear to to uh, listen for uh, you know yeah. civilization and uh, the, you know it's the right direction and general dangers yeah I'm not this is the beginning of the season so I'm not gonna tap nature like right away and then just be at a disadvantage for the rest of the season so that we might makes sense. we might be leading more toward this not going the best that it could possibly go I'm fine if this is a rough track especially after mm-hmm. how smoothly duck flight went Exactly, yeah. yeah. Ten nothing. Good job on that disposition. Yeah, that was that was wild. It's like Francisca is here with me even now. I'll use one one persona point and and I'll roll eight virtual dice and uh folks. <laughs> that sounds like either eight or two successes. It is in fact two successes, but I feel compelled <laughs> to screenshot what just happened. Oh, it's very bad. I can see the two successes. I don't see a lot of dots. Total, two, not a lot of say. dots on that page. It's pretty empty. No. A lot of ones. I I feel like uh, there's not an amount that I could have added to that roll that would have uh, saved us. No. None of your trait. You don't have any traits that let you reroll. Nope. Let's no. get our asses kicked. That snake's wearing yeah. glasses, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Snake, snake eyes, four eyes. Love it. Uh, God. I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be. So you have found, uh, a- after an appropriate amount of travel, you've gone through the swamp, uh, and you have found Woodstuff's Grove. Uh, it is abandoned, so it was difficult. However, they left plenty behind, including those poison spikes that were left around the perimeter of the city to protect uh, the, the livestock from predators. So, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, who is in a trap? Should we should we all roll dice? <laughs> uh, no, it is Tander and Zeke. Uh, you are both in wow, precarious. Okay. Wow. Precarious positions. Uh, Here I was prepared to volunteer, and then both of them take it for me instead. So, Granny, you uh, uh, notice that uh, the the sound of scurrying feet has stopped. Zeke, you stopped because you can see that if you take one uh, step forward, you are going to to be uh, uh, poked by a, a discolored thorn. And if you go backwards, uh, you're, you're liable to slip onto another. You call out to Tander and uh, uh, see that he is uh, uh, very close to a tripwire himself. Uh, Granny, you seem to be safe. What do the three of you do? Hmm. Well, all right. It's good to see no one is uh, hurt yet. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> and I'm going to pull out my knife. And I'm gonna go over by Zeke and I guess attempt to cut the heads off the thorns threatening him so he can safely extricate himself. Okay, this uh, sounds like a survivalist roll unless you want to pitch me on something else. No, that sounds right. And it sounds like obstacle three. Okay, and I'll add poison-wise because I know how to safely deal with poisoned traps without, like, cutting myself or Zeke. Can I count as helping? 
Yeah, yeah. You have a cool knife, too. I'm sure you can help. <laughs> I do have a cool knife, but also just helping by staying out of the way. <laughs> and then after this, we'll have to go help Tander. Sorry, Zeke, I only got one success, and it's a five, so I can't even re-roll it. Oh, no. Okay, so Zeke, you're out. However, uh, you are saved at the expense of Granny. <gasps> Granny, okay. I mean... I am poisoned. We did establish this as poison, so I want to say you're sick, Granny. Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay, all right. Oh, no. uh, however, with, with the, the two of you, I'm picturing... Uh, each of you standing on either side of Tander uh, with Granny's long staff in between you that, that <laughs> Tander then like lifts himself on and you just sort of carry him that way yeah. to, to safety yeah that's good so uh, Zeke of, of these mice you've been to Woodstuff's Grove the most recently and even that's not exactly recent at this point right uh, I'm sure Granny in her long career has been everywhere that's been named in many places that haven't. Uh, but, <laughs> but has she been, been banned from returning to Woodstuff's Grove? Oh yeah, I mean, you're technically breaking the law, Zeke. How about that? <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. See, I feel like Zeke realizes that right now. Like, <laughs> he's like, up until now he's been like, Woodstuff's Grove, I've been there. Don't remember what happened. <laughs> and then, and then the breaking and entering, like remind, you know, returns the to him and everything. This is this is where we got um, stencil. It's where you met stencil, yes. And and Lily, you know, brought her back to health with uh, the the guiding hand of, of gloves, gloves marks pop. You know, <laughs> not Markson, the opposite of Markson. <laughs> So, so Zeke suddenly is is uh, feel, it looks very uncomfortable. I think as he as he realizes that he is in fact breaking the law by returning here. <laughs> uh, oh, Zeke, you you recall the thought you had coming here about how you know Woodstuff's Grove seemed to just be part of the swamp. Like it was hard to tell any difference. Like it, it might as well just be. Uh, completely consumed to look at it. And now you realize how silly you were to think that last year uh, when you look at it now. Uh, it is completely overgrown. Uh, the, the buzzing of, of insects uh, as the, the feed farms have been uh, left untended and, and the uh, flies and, and beetles and things that have just become wild colonies. Uh, it, it's an infestation here. You can only imagine where all the spiders have gone. Oh god. Oh, this sucks. I feel like I've just entered uh, like a like a high level area at an MMO. <laughs> like, oh, is our is our group the right level for this? I don't know. I don't know if you get higher level than like yeah. thirty years of service Granny's or whatever the fuck you're us. Has. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Zeke, Zeke yeah, Gr Granny's keeps... been doing some high-level dungeons this whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I went on the raid last season. <laughs> so, so Zeke, Zeke probably. I, I'm probably gonna say like, oh, just just a just a moment. Um, if I could, if I could just have your 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 ear for for a moment. Um, it, it has occurred to me that uh, the the last time that that I was. Uh, in this area, my my fellow guards mice and I uh, were banned from ever returning. Um, oh yes, I read that in the report. It's fine. I don't know that that will be particularly relevant now, if I'm being honest. But even uh, if this place wasn't an overgrown infestation, it wouldn't be relevant because the entire mouse guard is banned from ever returning here. The mayor withdrew from the territories uh, back in spring. Zeke is just, just quiet. Zeke, Zeke is quiet to leave in the air the unspoken uh, retort. Guess, guess, guess that's how that worked out for them. <laughs> oh, it sure worked out great. <laughs> uh, slight correction uh, that that was uh, fall or, or maybe winter if you're going to be a stickler okay. if you know when the, the final ink was dry. But <laughs> it was relatively recent and yes. hasn't gone well for them. Mm -hmm. uh, so... <laughs> The question I want to ask all three of you is what do you do to try to find or find sign of Rosard? <sighs> I hope he wasn't eaten by spiders or something. Now that you're aware he was either going or was but did not send word that he was. 
with all the the poison traps around here, it could be very possible that he was injured in a way that he just can't get out. Maybe should we send up a flare? Should we we could should we start a bonfire? We don't know how long he would even have been here, or if he's even here. There's also the possibility that he couldn't send word from here due to its condition and moved on ahead. I feel like Gwendolyn wouldn't have sent us if he hadn't been missing for a little while, though. Yeah. You are now a day and a half after you were told that he missed his second day check-in. Okay. So it's been at least four days since he was last mentioned at Pebblebrook. And this does this damage seem like it's been abandoned more than four days? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say yes. So we can de- so we can deduce at least that he probably got here, saw this place was already trashed, and moved on. Although, wouldn't he have also reported it? That is what we're here to check. I guess first I should say that we've made it, and I'm going to do that thing that I do and write a letter to send one of my bees back to Lockhaven with. Okay, you, you've, you've reached a save point. Uh, <laughs> uh, your journal has been updated on the pause menu. Yep, we, we've got that cleared out. Uh, mentioned that we've reached Woodstuff's Grove. No sign, no immediate sign of Rizard, but the place is also abandoned. We're gonna, I guess, search the place. Yeah, I'm, Zeke is very curious to to search the place and not just immediately head south, uh, just because he wants to see what happened oh, yes. to all the places since he's last been there. Like, what? Where's the spider farm? Yeah, this isn't like Pebblebrook. It would be. We don't know if he ever made it here. It would be. Um, I will say you did not pass him on the road here. I, I'm, yes. I'm not gonna. You didn't say you were looking. He was like three <laughs> feet from you. Man, that's that's not the case. He's no. back there, we like landed. yelling, like, "Hey, hey, you guys, what the hell?" We landed literally right next to him in Pebblebrook and just kept going. <laughs> you didn't check behind you after the loading area. <laughs> you always got to look behind the waterfall. <laughs> No, what if Rosard no-clipped out of the map? We'll never find him. <laughs> All right. Well, the possibility that he was poisoned, like I was, is there. So I guess the first thing to do would be to check all the traps. Okay. And then I guess we can check the bug infestations. Hey, Granny, what skill are you using to, to check the traps? Just a general will check, uh, survivalist again. Uh, it's been a while since we've played, so like my mental list of the tests. Wouldn't Scout be the one for just checking around? Oh yeah, Scout is uh, Scout or Hunter are both really tied to setting traps, so knowing about traps, yeah. Yeah, that works. Well, I will hunt for Rosard then. Uh, this is also going to be an obstacle three, but remember you are sick, which means uh, yep, taking so a minus one. I get a one. minus one dice to this because I am poisoned by some terrible thing. Well, if if you can still like walk around and stuff, it, it might just be like uh, poison oak or something, yeah. where you just like got a really I'm guessing it's rash. probably something like nausea inducing. It is. It's probably not. They wouldn't put a lethal poison up around a settlement full of families you're not supposed to go out (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not for mice it's for the frogs that want to eat the livestock that's fair god what's up grove is so gross i hate it i forgot (laughs) i hate the swamp level uh no wonder mark's left so early so right. uh, it, it sounds like you're probably getting two help on this to, to at least somewhat. Because so, I'm sick and I need it. Yeah. yeah. So I have four hunter, minus one, plus two, or five dice to start. Um, I don't think I can apply old fur. I'm not sure poison wise applies as much here since I'm no longer dealing with the poison in the spikes. I would say no. Yeah, I didn't think so. That's fine. I'll just take my five dice and hope for the best. I got three successes, which is That's exactly the number. All right. So there we go. So uh, the, the three of you fan out 
Which one of you is uh, going along Granny, along with Granny, and which of you is taking her advice and going in the other direction? Or am I wrong about you fanning out and, and the three of you are all sticking uh, near one another? I'm going in the other direction because I feel bad. I feel like it's my fault that she got she got poisoned trying to save me. Okay. Yeah, Aww. and I do like the idea of bringing one of them with me, so that way, in case I like collapse or anything, Tander's here to help me. Because mm-hmm. being poisoned sucks. I don't know if you've been poisoned recently. Uh, I've been we sad, which is kind of like poison. Well, oh, we didn't eat that weird berry, but we were around it. As uh, Tander is is helping support Granny, and as uh, uh, she is shouting out advice to Zeke as they go in opposite directions, it's much easier to find these traps now that you know what you're looking for, right? And now that we're on the inside of them instead of the outside of them. Exactly. And you're not seeing uh, any mice caught in them, you know? There's the... On the one hand, that means it's good. It, they, they did not kill Rosard. On the other hand, that's not great because we still don't know where Rosard is. Okay. But uh, uh, Granny and Tander, uh, as you come around this dense uh, uh, swamp vegetation, you, you come under a gnarled, uh, uh, raised tree root making an arch. And as it clears your view, in, instead of the haggard, hunched form of Rizard. You see a different mouse entirely. She's a middle-aged woman, for one, uh, unlike Rizard, with silky black fur, uh, unusually small ears, and this thick padded leather uh, coat with uh, uh, velvet accents and twin crossbows that, uh, as soon as she she sees your cloaks, are lowered. Uh, they, They had been raised to plug you where you stand. Uh, and and a voice cries out, Oh, hey, y'all! What brings you to town? What on earth? Well, thank you for not shooting me, ma- ma'am. And with that, good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs>